Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to campus here at Trade Show University. It is an absolutely spectacular day here in Cleveland, Ohio, where I'm recording this. It is in the mid-70s. It's sunny. I could handle this all year round. Anybody else with me on that? As far as weather goes, it just doesn't get any better than this. Today is going to be a really uh, kind of a different episode because we're going to be talking about change. We're, something that we all go through at one point or another, whether that's a change in our career, a change in our the job responsibilities that we have, a change in life, whatever that might look like for you. And if you're at the end of your uh, career and you're possibly looking at retirement and thinking you're excited a little bit, but knowing that retirement comes with its own set of challenges uh, as to what do I do next with all my free time? <laughs> and some of you may have that all figured out already. Whether you do or not, you're going to enjoy my guest today. My guest is Gary Wilkin. He works specifically with people who are going through that change at the end of their careers and figuring out what is next. He's going to be sharing so many great tidbits, so much insight into mindset and what is next for you. How do you handle all that? You are going to love this. And I want you to think about who do you know right now? Who do you know that is looking at retirement Share this episode with them. They will appreciate you for it. They will thank you. And also make sure we've got some amazing other interviews coming up. Be sure that you are subscribed. Make sure you're subscribed onto the newsletter by going to the website, tradeshowu.biz. And while you're there, check out all the episodes. I have them all categorized for you on one page. Just click on the episodes guide or go to tradeshowu.biz slash episodes and you will see all 150 plus or how many you will see all of them on one page for you to figure out exactly what are the episodes that you need to hear to get better results at your upcoming shows and events so without further ado let's go talk to gary wilkin all right everybody today this is this is going to be a really really interesting topic because we all go through this at some point or other and that the topic really is around transition and for, for I know for some of you listening you might be looking at hey I'm, I'm going to be I want to retire soon and and what does that transition look like for me maybe I don't know if I'm ready or not and, or maybe some of you want to transition to, into different parts of the industry or to different career or maybe you want to get into the trade show industry I've got the perfect person who's going to be uh, talking about all that. His name is Gary Wilkin. Gary is a licensed Ziegler coaching system professional who combines his 40-plus years in corporate America with the Ziegler philosophy to guide seasoned professionals through the transition from corporate careers to what's next in their lives. Gary, welcome to Trade Show University. Really excited to have you here today. 
Well, thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be here. I I am really excited to really dive into this topic. You know, you and I have talked a little bit and and so intrigued and think that this is, while this is not the, the typical topic that we talk about here at, at Trade Show U, but it affects everybody at some point. And in the last couple of years, you know, the trade show industry has gone through such an enormous change with COVID, everything getting shut down, getting brought back up. So there's a lot of people that have been forced into different roles and maybe forced out of their old role. Maybe they want to get into something new. So let's talk about the keys for those of us who are maybe looking at, uh, you know, I think I might want to retire or I'm facing retirement or just want to make some some change in, in our corporate careers. What do we most need to be prepared for, especially when we're going to into that retirement phase? Well, it's, I think the big thing in any journey is we need to understand what we have right now. You know, before we transition, let's look at what's holding life together. And when in our current jobs or current careers, there's there's kind of three big buckets that that really helps us with. And one of them is our identity, who we are. Uh, think the last meeting, you know, networking event you went to, someone says, what do you do? You, you say, well, I am a job title. And, and our job title is so much of what we are. And, and we've come and go in the last few years has really rattled that for a lot of us. But but still, there's a there's a huge amount of our, our personality and identity wrapped up in what we say we do. And so we need to understand that. The other thing is, is like, is what are we good at? I was 40 years in corporate IT, and I was really good at a lot of those things. But after I left corporate, there wasn't a lot of people that really needed a, a project plan created for the little lemonade stand down the, down the road. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> so 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 there there are there are skills that give us confidence. But then as we start to transition, we need to understand what those skills, how much can we use, and what do we need to create. And then the third thing that that our our jobs gave us. Sometimes we liked it. Sometimes we didn't. It was a schedule. We we had things that we did. You know, we things on we did on Mondays. We things we did on Fridays. Things we did the first week of the quarter, the last week of the quarter, and and those also included people. And so we have our identity, our our skills, and then our schedule and who we did things with. And when we transition out, we need we need to take ownership for recreating those things. That makes sense. Absolutely. For me, the the first thing that you said was something that I had I hadn't thought about too much is and that's the identity. And I know that, oh yeah, my schedule's definitely gonna change because I'm going from working to not working. But but my identity is uh, and like you said, many of us, even when we get in with uh, fa- in family functions or get with friends, oh what do you do? Or what do yeah <laughs> it, it's all wrapped up around our job and, and our career. And now all of a sudden, if that's not who we are, all of a sudden, I mean, just just make that break. Where does that lead us? So, so what would be the the things that people should do? What I mean, this is a huge mindset shift. Yeah, and and you're right. It, the ninety percent of the issue here is between the years, and 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 the the going back to the very first thing, the identity. We can't. I think it was Condoleezza Rice saying that we should not spend much time at all being the former anything. 
<laughs> so, oh. right and so we can't go around and say well, what do you do well i used to be you know and you know and so the first thing we have to do and and i'm a real proponent of of writing things on paper journaling mind mapping just scratching bullets out but take some time to think what it is you really want to do i mean my my journey started one snowy morning when i was supposed to drive downtown for a meeting and i looked at myself do you really want to do this and I said, no, oh. <laughs> so, I, I mean, not, not just the meeting, but the whole of this, you know, and, and so I started to figure out what it is I wanted to do next. And so you take some time to think back. And my silly joke is what else did you want to be when you wanted to be an astronaut, you know, and start, <laughs> you know, and, and start thinking back to what, what did you want to do? What, you know, and, and obviously some of those things aren't going to come to pass. My, my, my NFL draft years have come and gone. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry uh, to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. But, you know, take some time to think about some things that you've wanted to do in the past. And then also think of what recently you thought, I would like to try that and, and spend some time just, you know, and there's something about pen on paper that helps clarify what it is you want and, and take some time thinking about what it is you want to do, write it out, play with it. And, and the, the other thing is, don't get wrapped up. This is not final jeopardy. This is not the only answer you, you're allowed, but you got to start someplace. And so start thinking about what it is you want to do and, and, and take some time filling in the blanks. You know, where are you living? Who are you doing it with? What, what does life feel like? What, what do I smell? You know, and just, you know, and, and this is not woo-woo. This, this takes some time to really think about what it is you want to do. And, and as you look at that, and as it it'll energize you, and you start seeing some things, and then you can start planning, because you know a lot of us are just we're we're procedural planner to some degree or another. We all plan, and so we we have that vision of what we want to be, and now we need to take a look at where am I now, and what what do I need to to do differently? You know, is there a skill that I need to do? I mean, and this could even be hobbies. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time recharging my, my guitar playing and, and I had to, you know, take a look at what is I wanted to do. I've got a nice classical guitar and, and start working through there. But, you know, the idea of what is it I want to do? Well, I needed to practice more. I need to have a discipline and that type of stuff. But, but, but getting back to that dream, take a time to take a look at that and then understand what is it that I have to change? What skills, what knowledge, what relationships do I need to form? Because when we're talking about retirement, I don't really like the word retirement, although that's about the only word that really everybody understands. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of my post-corporate life and, and, you know, and my, what I want to do post-corporate involves some work, some play, some fun and some some mindless stuff, you know, to be frank, you know, and, and so what is I need to do there? And then who do I need to do that with? And so the first step after that five minute answer is, <laughs> is, is, is to just stop and take a moment to think about what it is you want to do. And then the next step is the most important step is ask yourself, why do you want to do that? You know, it's it's great to dream, but then you say, you know, what what is it? What what value am I bringing? Is this primarily for me? Is it for me and others? But really get clarity on on why you want to do that. And and the more clear you are on why you want to do that, the more hope you have. And 
hope is important because that's what fuels us to stay motivated to, to keep moving forward to keep going because I can already tell you that my my journey to becoming a con concert guitarist is is hit some snags right <laughs> and uh, but uh, but what the hope is is that you know one of the things that I wanted to do is I played guitars I wanted to play beautifully I wanted to enjoy music and and I want to be able to allow others to enjoy some of that too and, and so my my purpose wasn't wasn't my the why behind that wasn't to get Gary and, and stage lights and be all this stuff, but I wanted to just allow other people to enjoy music that I enjoyed. And that allows me to get back up in the morning when my fingers are, are sore and practice some more and play some more. And so understanding why you want to do this, whether you want to be a volunteer, whether you want to be an entrepreneur, whether you want to you know, start a nonprofit, understanding why you're doing this, what value you're adding and who you're adding it to makes a big difference. That is, that's just outstanding. You said your five minute answer. That's okay though. I, I encourage everybody after you've gotten through this and hopefully the, Gary's got your wheel spinning and I encourage you to go back, re-listen to those last five, 10 minutes of, of what Gary just said, you know, figure out what is it that you want to do and then why that why is so critically important because how many times we go blindly through things and we're like, why am I doing this? And there, there's no passion. There's no motivation. You got to want to, you got to not just want to do something. There's got to be a great reason why behind it. And then like Gary said, put pen on paper, make it something that is, uh, that is concrete that you could start to put together a plan. It doesn't mean that you have to just dive in right away, but start putting together that plan and start jotting some things down and see what, what bubbles up to the surface. And, you know, this is, like you said, this is not Final Jeopardy. I love that line. <laughs> not Final Jeopardy. You're not, you're not under the gun. There's no, there's no, you know, big time limit that no big rush, but really figure out what you want to do and figure out those the skills and knowledge of the relationships that you need. Because I know there, there's going to be some people out there that say, you know what, I want to, I want to relax. Maybe I want to travel. And then there's go, you're going to have some people that say, you know what, I'm not ready to stop working. I'm ready to stop doing what I'm doing. And maybe I'm, I want to retire, but I'm not ready to stop working. And there's probably people that say, you know, I want to, I want to stay in this industry. One thing about the trade show industry, the event industry, people that are in it love it. They love the industry, but maybe they want to get into a different part of it. And, or maybe they want to, like I said, volunteer. They just don't want to work as much. Maybe they just want to do a couple days a week. Oh my gosh. You know, so you got, you got my, <laughs> you got me all excited about, about the opportunities that are out there and, and, and some things you gave a couple of great tips there for how, how she gets started. Let's, let's, let's talk about that, that loss of identity and, and, and the mindset around that is what have you seen? that people that the loss of identity was was a big real thing for them what did you see them go through and and what are some tips for helping get past that well i, I think what i run into with a lot of executives is that they're so wrapped up in their identity that kind of other portions of their life kind of closed down they were living a really unbalanced life and and these 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 are the extremes this is not everyone but but taking the time to come back and and first of all getting them to admit that they didn't really know what else because so often we get stuck in in upper levels of management being being supposed that we were going to have all the answers we have to have the freedom to say i don't know 
And, and that was the first thing is to get them to understand that it's, it's okay. So now let's just step back and just, you know, and, and the key is to not overthink it. You know, this is where, that's where writing is, is helpful. So, you know, asking yourself, what, what would I really, what, if I could do anything, what would I do? And, and start, and start dreaming and playing up with that. And, and, you know, no, we're not going to be astronauts and, and NBA players, but, but what are some things that we can do using our superpowers, but perhaps in a different environment? I was, I was an analyst. I did a lot of detailed design and different things. And I spent a lot of time asking questions and, and finding out what people needed, not, I had to find out what they needed, not just what they wanted, right? And so I looked at that and how can I use those skills into a, into a different environment? And that's where I came across the, the aspect of coaching because coaching is, is not teaching, coaching is drawing out and asking questions and helping people find out what they want. And so what I really found out as people struggled with their identity is to ask them questions and you know tell me about what it is you like what 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 have you always been good at what have people asked you help for and then how can you turn that around and create a legacy create leave a legacy of what you know how to do what you can help other people you know perfect example like you said score you know how can i help younger business people entrepreneurs gain from what i've learned or maybe i go someplace else different and and help people you know coach you know youth youth sports or whatever but 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 the point is, is is what what they really had to come back to is just stop and say what is it that i want to do what is it i want to be how can i contribute take some of these life experiences and skills that i've generated and how can i help someone because i mean if that that's the one thing that that ties all great purposes together is that someone else benefits as well. Absolutely. That is, it's always about making a difference. That's what we should be, we should be setting out to, to do is to make a difference. And, and the only way we can do that is by really understanding what do we want to do. And, and you mentioned something to me before we started recording. You said there's, there's really three things that, that we need to do to transform our life. What, what are those three things? It's called the Trinity of Transformation, and it's it's it. I like it because it encapsulates this this concept so clearly. The first thing we need is 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 desire. We need to have a clear vision of of what we want to become. You know, Zig Ziglar calls about be, do, and have. So we look at our future. What is it that we want to be, do, and have? And and the more clear we get on that, the better off we're going to be. And then we need to have hope. The hope is that. Be, we have to believe that becoming that person, that, that one that can be, do, and have those things will actually give our life meaning and purpose. So I have clarity of purpose and then hope that that will actually create meaning and purpose. And then the last thing is grit. And grit is the day in, day out, work on it, even though it's tough. And it allows you to work relentlessly on this, on the skills and, and knowledge and relationships you need to be able to be the kind of person that can do that. And so as you put those things, three things together and, and remind yourself daily what it is you want to do and, and, and that fuels your hope that this is going to work and the grit gets you out of bed. You know, for me, makes me practice, you know, guys, all the different things that I'm enjoying doing now. But the grit is it keeps us going daily. And and then probably the fourth un, unspoken one there is have fun. 
You know, we, you know, we need to transform our life from a life filled of I have to, to a life of I want to. That's just amazing. Uh, and as you're, as you're saying this, so much of Zig Ziglar is coming back to me. I've been a, such a huge fan of his. I've read many of his books and was even fortunate enough and I guess old enough to, to have seen him, <laughs> have seen wow. him speak live and was just just transforming, just transforming for me. One thing that I'll never forget, because I am a, I am a, a runner today. I don't run very far, but I, but I enjoy getting out and running. And something that he talked about, he was always a runner. And he, he said, when I started running, I, you know, I would run to the next ma first mailbox. And then I'd run mailbox and then a driveway. <laughs> and then I just keep extending and extending. And and that's the grit. That is the, you know, continue to go out and continue to push yourself and go a little further. And But you don't know what you're capable of. If you go to that first mailbox and you're gassed, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is no fun. This is, you know, <laughs> but you have to have that end in mind. And, and I remember he said someone once I asked him, well, how, how long do I have to keep running? because I don't enjoy running. He goes, well, keep in, keep running until you enjoy it, and then you don't have to run anymore. <laughs> but then at that point, you want to run because you enjoy right. it now. Yeah, you're right. The, the aspect of grit, that, that persistent consistency, as he said it, is, is and, and, and that's the thing to remember as we transform. We are likely going to be doing something we haven't done before. Or not as, you know, so we're going from being 25 or 30 or 40 years good at something to something brand new. And I think Zig said something like, you know, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly until you do it well. Yeah. And, and so we have to remember, and that's, and that's part of that safety aspect of, you know, we've been in our corporate careers and we're good at it. You know, we, we've been promoted, we, we've had success, and now we're going to do something different. And there's a high probability we're not going to be really good at it right off the bat. But when we have that hope and that desire, it's okay because we know that we are getting better. We're doing that block in a mailbox type, type, type running. I, I'm going to, I got, I made it a block. Now I'm going to make it a block in a mailbox. I'm going to make it a block in another mailbox. But, but that, but every, every day taking a small step, you know, I'd, I'd much rather exercise, you know, five minutes a day than a half hour every Saturday. You know, yeah. because of, because of that consistency. So, so when you think of grit, think of five minutes a day versus half hour on Saturday. I love it, and I'm gonna I'm just gonna share. I can't remember if this came from Zig or if this came somewhere else, but it's a just a, a powerful example. He said, if you have a bag of microwave popcorn, and you can put it in in the microwave, and in two minutes you've got a bag of popcorn, or you can put it in for ten seconds and then and then open the door in the microwave look at it and then put it back in for another 10 seconds and open the door after two minutes you still have a bag of unpopped kernels they might be hot but that's about it he goes so it's the same two minutes in the microwave but you didn't do what it took and you you weren't pers persistent you know you have that you take that two minutes and just stick with it and go through the entire two minutes okay now i've got what i wanted Instead of that, uh, breaking it up, oh, I'm just going to do a little bit here, do a little bit there. So it's just, sorry, I just had to share that with you as well. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great illustration, you know, in that, you know, the, the idea of there is the aspect of persistence. We have to do enough to make a difference, and we, but we have to keep doing it, you know, consistently. So, yeah, that's great. Absolutely. So as we, as we kind of wrap up here, 
give everybody the top one or two takeaways you have that you really want them to take from from today's conversation of all the wonderful stuff that you've shared. One concise tip is that powerful transitions begin with a choice. You, you, you need to choose to take action to make things better in your life to, or to, to say to make a change. And that, that conscious choice and knowing that you have the power to, to make things better gives you hope. And that hope is the power that gives you the confidence to step out and try. So start with the choice and, and, and just remind yourself and, and, well, yeah, and commemorate it in, a, in a, a journal or write it on a three by five card. I know I still have my original choice of how I got here and it's on a three by five card. And, you know, I choose yeah, and you don't have to say, I know everything I want to do. I know that I'm going to make a choice and, and I'm going to make a change and I want to head this direction. But but making a conscious choice and, and committing to that change is probably the most important thing I want to get people to understand. Outstanding. It is so true. Make that choice. Make a decision. One of my favorite authors, also Andy Andrews, says, oh, yeah. we don't always have the make the the ability to make the right decision, but we have a make, we have ability to make a decision and then make it right. So make that choice, put that line in the sand, and then that gives you the opportunity to move forward into hope, and then into actually doing something that you may love. So Gary, thank you so much for for sharing all that. Tell us a little bit about about the Zig Ziglar method or the, the Zig Ziglar coaching that uh, you are a, a member of. Well, the there's several different approaches, but the primary one is is within the called the Choose to Win program, and that's related to a book that that Tom Ziegler wrote recently, and it follows through fundamentally the, the the mindset shift that we talked about of really getting clear of what's your why, what's what's your purpose, and understanding that, and then and then understanding that how do we implement this change, and as we go through you know our our mental, our spiritual, our physical family, financial, personal, and career spokes of our life, we, we look at those things and, and we ask a real simple question. What bad habits am I doing right in my, there? And how can I replace that with a good habit? And so the way we make changes is in small incremental steps guided by an overall goal. Uh, but, and so we, we go through a process of really taking time to understand what it is you want to do, why you want to do it, and then developing the habits and how do we create habits and then going through each area of our lives. And when you think about it, if you if you change habits in, in what you, we start with the mental, what's what input are we doing? And then we start thinking about what's our spiritual, our, what's our, our, our values and purpose. And then those translate into how do I move and how do I get physically fit and that type of thing. And then work our way through our family and our financial and our personal career. We have not only success, but we have balanced success. And and taking that one step at a time, you can tell when you talk to people and you look at them, if their eyes are sparkling, you know they're you know there there's something there that that they they're enjoying. So Absolutely. And I can see just from the things that you said you go through with people, I could see, I could hear, see myself lighting or feel myself lighting, lighting up and going, wow, that's, that's amazing. That is amazing. So if anyone out there is like me and going, well, I think I want to know more about this. Hey, what is it that they should do? And I know, I think you said you have a special offer for people. 
Yeah, I've got I've got two things over there, and and, and both of them are just go up to you know, and like I said, I didn't like the word retirement, but you'll laugh at my website. It's it's myretirementmission.com. If you go up to myretirementmission.com, there's a couple things up there. One, you can hit chat with Gary up at the top, and and we'll have a 20 minute call, and and just spend some time getting to know each other and and understanding what would it take to to if you're examining a, a transition or whatever, how would you move from a I have to life to I want to life? And we can talk about that and just understand what what things look like. And I you know walk away with, yep, I want to talk, I want to find out more, or no thanks. The other thing is is a is a great little booklet that Tom Zucker put together. It's called Stronger. And it's it's how to create a victory mindset and taking action during the toughest times. And he created this book booklet early in the in the pandemic times and when people were really just floored on this. I want to share this with you just because it it takes so much on on how to create how to create a, a strong mindset, how to be able to handle transitions, how to handle change and that type of stuff. And so any of the big red buttons say send me a copy of, of Stronger Now. Just give me your email address and we'll get that out to you. Outstanding. Take him up on this offer. Get over to myretirementmission.com and click on those buttons that Gary just told you about and get that get that download. And, and also take 20 minutes to talk with Gary. It, it might be... A- it might be the best 20 minutes you've spent in a long time to, to help get you get yourselves a little bit of clarity on the future. Gary, thank you so much. This has been really enlightening. I've enjoyed this, this talk together. Really appreciate you coming on and sharing this information. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jim. Outstanding. Everyone just, like I said, take, take Gary up on his offer. And if you're thinking about transitioning either somewhere in the industry, outside the industry, or you're getting to that retirement age, listen to this again or share this with someone you know who might be in that position where they're looking at, at retirement and you know that they're a little apprehensive about pulling the you know uh, pulling the trigger on and actually doing the retirement because they're they don't know what to do because they're so wrapped up in in their career so this so hopefully this has, will give them some great things to think about and continue to come back here as i say each time continue to come back and can Continue to learn each week how to get better at your events, at your shows, at your conferences. And we'll see you here on campus next time at Trade Show University. Wow, just another powerful interview. And be sure, whoever you are thinking of in your life that is going through transition or about to retire, share this episode with them. They will thank you for it. And please be sure to subscribe to whatever podcast platform that you listen to so you don't miss an episode. And subscribe to the newsletter. It's free. You get free tips every week, free resources, and all sorts of greatness right there. Just go to tradeshowu.biz, tradeshow the letter U.biz.